0: March is here, and it would be madness to miss the awesome, cozy winter weekend special at the Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach. Enjoy a two-night stay, room service dessert, and more. Experience the serenity of the winter ocean from the warmth of your oceanfront suite. You don't have to go far away to get away from it all. Visit BoardwalkPlaza.com and book your winter getaway today. And let's not forget amazing dining at Victoria's Restaurant. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Seven days a week, all year long. Reservations are not necessary, but always welcome. Call eight hundred thirty three 33 beach or reserve at opentable.com. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor.
1: Let's be honest, you clicked on this one because there's somebody you can't stand. Wow. <laughs> this episode <laughs> is an advertisement for hatred. Okay. If is you've that- been wronged in the past, you may be entitled to compensation <laughs> com- the real question is all kidding aside why do christians forgive their enemies heavy topic light topic we're going to cover it all i'm mark dickey and i'm Bert miller this is the why do christians podcast hey welcome to the show my name is mark dickey i host the afternoon show on the bridge radio station my co-host is pastor Bert miller from solid ground church Bert, how are you today? Oh man, Mark, you know what you did. Dickie.
0: <laughs> doing well. <laughs> Just will you forgive me? We'll find out as the episode <laughs> progresses. Wouldn't that be the worst that like there was some kind of like lingering thing? And then throughout the episode, one of us had to guess it like like it was like passive aggressive, right? So mm-hmm. like you well the fact that you don't know shows. That, that just, just how wrong you are right now. Like, and man, I would, I would, I would turn off that episode so fast if if we just started having like, like passive aggressive jabs at each other the entire time and just (laughs) enmity just
1: arose. Yeah. Man. Man, maybe there is something, maybe there is some anger that you're harboring. I don't think so. No. But maybe I'll find out as we go. Okay. Well, it's great to be here. Did we just make the room awkward now? Like a little bit? Like I, you know, I, a little tender. It feels a little like a zoo in here. Oh man, I'm okay. looking for the elephant. It's oh. somewhere. Oh, okay. So just
0: to clarify, I, I, I got no, I got no beef with with you. Like we're <laughs> we're good as far as I know.
1: Okay, cool. Um, as far as you know. <laughs> hey, we. Uh, you're also supposed to guess what my real name is. Yeah,
0: yeah. You want me to do that?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm looking at you. I'm saying Mark jonathan Dickey? no oh okay nope all right okay
1: one of these days i'm gonna get it what okay. happens if i get it i think the show ends but okay this is also really fun okay we'll just have to pick a new kind of show to have we're okay. just doing okay. a new show wow. all why right. don't christians yeah why don't christians <laughs> all right so today we're gonna to be talking about uh why do christians forgive their enemies mm-hmm. and uh, forgiveness is a big deal yeah and it's really difficult to do and what's so special about it to me is it's something that jesus asks us to do if it's not fair yeah like it's very countercultural. like oh you know what you did oh man that's such a good word like
0: can you can you um can you give us a little more of that idea of like fairness? Like that that is such a good word for for all of this.
1: Well, I mean, you think about uh the culture today, like your money back guaranteed or satisfaction guaranteed. Yeah. Like like I deserve it. Yeah. You know, it's just because I, I don't know.
0: But <laughs> well, even think about like I don't know, dude, like think about for it's like there's there there's this fairness, there's this how many how many movies or TV shows do we watch where like the person gets revenge right right like they were wronged I and we can't wait to see them like get revenge or have the one-liner or something like that where they, they get to quote, quote make it right in their own eyes they, they, they tip the scales or whatever but forgiveness requires there is no scale tipping right and that's why i find that word that you use fair like just so so good because it's at the heart of it for so many of us and we don't even think about it being there
1: yeah right well and if you ask people for advice odds are good they're going to give you advice based on fairness yeah not yeah this happened to me and i you know it's not right it's not fair and how many people tend to conveniently forget when jesus told us to uh to turn our cheek yeah to yeah. oh they want your what was it something about taking your cloak they want the, your cloak and give them your shirt too yeah, yeah. like
0: well, and that's that's I mean, so that stuff's in the Sermon on the Mountain. Sermon on the Mountain. Just so something to realize with it what it is. It's Jesus's revealing that the kingdom of God, God's way of the earth, is now here and it's among people that uh, you wouldn't expect it to be there because in, in the world that they lived, like you, you were important if you had wealth. You were important if you were if you had power, dignity, like or you're a dignitary, or whatever. Um, and and the kingdom of God, as it turns out, is among the humble. And so, like. The Sermon on the Mount is this this sort of, for lack of a better phrase, it's a manifesto of just this is what God's kingdom in the world actually looks like, and it's completely flipped upside down from what everybody thinks it should be. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to topics of forgiveness, it's within this viewpoint of, hey, people who are living in a way that is God's way of life, this is what this looks like, mm-hmm. right? So like back to, the, again, I want to just come back to that idea of fair, right? Um, Jesus makes this reference, and again, like, why do Christians forgive their enemies? Because Jesus taught us to, and here's an explicit teaching. He says, Matthew five forty three. you have heard it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, right? So, so okay, like, well, that's not fair. And then he says, <laughs> and, and, and then he gives the why, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. Okay, why so like God's way, like so the reason you do that is is cuz this is how God lives. And then he gives like you, want, you want an example that God, this is how God lives. He says, "He causes, talking about God, he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Like God blesses even those who don't bless him." Hmm. And Jesus goes, "Live like that." And and something that I think is incredible is you know how often do we come across stories where people demonstrate radical forgiveness? Like Christians like they, they they're wrong in a way, you know. Um there's the story of a guy who his his uh his brother was shot and he went to the trial of the, the woman who who uh shot him and just hey, if, if he was in this room, what he would want for me is to forgive you. Like can I can I forgive you? Like, can I give you a hug right now? And she just burst into tears, <sighs> right? Wow Um, you could think of there's um I don't know if you remember back in two thousand and six there's a thing where there was a a guy who went into a school in Lancaster, an Amish school, and took the lives of, of multiple students, and before taking his own, and and the Amish community there, they rallied, they made the vocal choice to forgive him, and then even try to provide a provision for his uh, wife and children who he left behind. Wow! Right? Um, the, the parents who were grieving themselves, and, and and you look at that, you know, what makes a person do that? And the answer is um, the Holy Spirit. Like, like it's it's. And this forgiveness that we're talking about, only God brings that about. And I think that's something really important to realize. Like Sometimes it would be easy to be like, well, what's it really matter if I forgive them? And what you don't maybe see is that um, you're living in a world that's contrary to how this world is, right? Like if you're in Christ um, and and your kind of radical love changes the world, like the the, the Amish thing that that I mentioned, something really interesting to note is that kind of radical forgiveness Took people off guard nationally, and they started being inspired to do the same thing. So you would hear stories of people um, blessing others with that kind of forgiveness, and they would they would source it back to what that community did in the face of that attack. Mm. Um, and so it comes back to like, so like why is it that Christians forgive? Because Jesus lived counter to the world, and 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 has invited us into relationship with Him, who which gives us the ability to do the same. Man. Yeah. You know, if I, if I could say one other thing too, I think it's important to realize it's easy to see that as a philosophy, but one thing that we find is that Jesus actually modeled that. He didn't just teach it, he modeled it. Think about like when, like famously, he's on the cross in Luke 23, uh, 34, where he, as he's being murdered, mm-hmm. he prays, Father, forgive them. The people who are killing him because <laughs> yeah. they don't know what they're doing. And you can be like, Well, that's Jesus. No, we know for a fact his early followers did the same thing. Like the first Christian martyr ever. A guy named Stephen, as he's being killed, this is in Acts seven sixty, he actually cries out and says, Lord, do not hold this sin against them.
1: Mm. So what yeah, I know, right? So what what else does the Bible say about forgiveness?
0: There, there there are lots of things. One one thing that talks about this idea of not repaying evil with evil, right? So you can think about uh first Peter, there's this thing where in first Peter three nine he, he gives us instructions. So it's Peter who who knew Jesus, walked with Jesus. He says, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you are called so that you may inherit a blessing. How many of us, um, somebody slams us, maybe we have a a boss who's rude at work or somebody says something that really hurts our feelings and, and you find yourself maybe the next day in the shower you're just repeating in your head what you could say.
1: Like if that moment where we live, oh, the, I've never the done that before. Oh, okay. Really? Well,
0: I have, but um, have you really never done that? No, oh, okay. that's
1: complete sarcasm. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Like, and, and the thing with that is though, that's, that's the exact opposite. It's like, we, we don't repay insult with insult. We don't repay evil with evil. Instead, what we do is we bless those who actually make our lives harder. Like again, Jesus said this in, in Luke six twenty seven. He said, but to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. And that's an echo of Matthew. He says, he says, do good to those who hate you Mm. and the world doesn't live like that right the the world lives in you do good by me i'll I'll do good by you You do bad by me i'm gonna do bad by you that's not the kingdom of god that's not christians
1: right i'm reminded of the the cultural obsession with karma Mm, yeah and just oh yeah you're just supposed to be good to people so good things happen to you and bad like but yeah which you talk about a commonplace unbiblical
0: worldview here yeah, uh, in America, yeah, it, like karma and and views of God's justice and grace are just incongruent. That like karma is not Christianity.
1: Mm. So something that is pretty common is the phrase "forgive and forget," mm. and I I feel like I feel like that's really nice and it sounds good, mm. but it doesn't really seem like it lines up with Scripture.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Okay, so there are goodness, there are all kinds of things we can talk about like what forgiveness is and is not. And sometimes sometimes like really well-meaning, you know, counselors, pastors, they'll say things like forgiveness does not mean forgetting. And I get the thought behind it. The, the thought behind it is, hey, don't place yourself in a position where you know, you you could return to uh, harm. And, mm-hmm. I, and I would agree with that so I would say that forgiveness is not pretending that what the person uh, has done wasn't harmful uh, and forgiveness is not maybe putting yourself back in an environment where they could perpetuate harm to you mm-hmm. the issue I have with saying that forgiveness is not forgetting is, is twofold number one um, Paul writes this in ephesians four thirty two he says forgive as God in Christ forgave you and, that, and his context for that is within a body of believers so you know ideally there's health there and there's
1: grace and what have you. Um, oh, that's a good, that's, that's a good detail. Cause I've heard that verse a million times, yeah. but. But the context is within, yeah,
0: my, my, but I, I just come back to you and, and I could be wrong here. Okay. But I come back to this idea of, okay, as God and Christ forgave me, man, because sometimes people that they'll say this are you only forgive if the person shows repentance? And I'm like, well, yeah, I sh- I'm repentant towards, the Lord in every any, any and every sin that I've ever committed, but how many of them I'm not even aware that I did, hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, is God waiting to forgive me for me to understand the full depth of the wrong that I've done? I, I don't know that he is. Um, In the same way, like, you know, I think about if I was the person um, being forgiven, this would be the question, you know, like where Jesus has a thing where he's like do unto others as you have them do unto you, right? The golden rule. Mm-hmm. My question would just be, all right, if I wanted someone to forgive me, What would I be asking of them? What would I want that to look like? So like when, when, you know, is it a thing of, okay, um, I'm choosing not to, you know, hold this against you or what have you, and um, but I'm going to bring it up from time to time. Well, I wouldn't want that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, No, I'm going to forgive you, but I'm also going to keep you at arm's length. Well, I I wouldn't want that either. And and I know there is no like clear cut because it it could be the person has done some really, really uh, horrible things where. Uh, unless something changes with them, it's just not a good place for you to be because they could they could hurt you, they could hurt others, um, in really really damaging, abusive ways. Um, mm. But I want to be careful to be prescriptive in a way that the scriptures uh, don't act because the scriptures tend to be very above and beyond in terms of uh, just sort of lathering on the forgiveness. Um, and so, if we're sort of asking you, like, what, what is forgiveness? The answer is forgiveness. Simply put, is canceling a debt. Like the, you know, mm. like forgiveness is basically, um, you know, it, it's why you know in Jesus, like in the Lord's Prayer, he can say like, um, "Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us." Or you can also translate it as, "Forgive us our debts, as we forget our forgive our our debtors." The idea is that when someone wrongs me, they owed me something they didn't give me. They owed me a consideration. They owed me a treatment. They owed me something. And I could hold the debt against them. I could look at them and I could be like, all right, you know what? You didn't do this and I'm going to make you pay until you make it right. Mm -hmm. That's not forgiveness. Forgiveness is you owe me this, but I'm not going to call in your debt. All right. From this moment onward. Ever again. Yeah. It's gone. And that's why like when Jesus teaches, uh, there's a famous parable he teaches on forgiveness um, he likens it to a debt. This is in Matthew 18, uh, where he tells the story of their two servants, right? There's one who goes before a king, and, and before the king, he's got this unaffordable debt that there's no way he's ever going to be able to repay. And the king looks at him and he says, all right, you know what? I cancel your debt. Go and be free. Servant goes. He sees another servant, and uh, the other servant owes him the equivalent of like some day's wages. No, nothing even close to the 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 fortune that he had just been forgiven. And he says, give me what you owe me. The guy says, I will, just give me time. He says, no, forget that. Has the guy thrown in prison and beaten. And uh, the king hears about it and then jails the first servant because he's like, you know, you wicked servant. Basically like you hypocrite, like what you've done. Um, and Jesus's language of forgiveness is canceling the debt, right? Yeah. And, and the point of that parable, by the way, is that God in Christ has forgiven immeasurable debts on our behalf. Like you want to understand the full scope. Like, so you look at it and you go like, all right, I'm a, you know, am I as bad as so-and-so? No, like, okay, maybe, you know, I'm not perfect, but at least I've never done what they did or or what have you. You fundamentally don't understand your situation before God because you're appealing to something that God goes, no, that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Like you owe me much more than you've ever given me. <laughs> and
1: I'm choosing to wipe that away. I'm, I'm thinking about how the wages of sin is death. Yes. And so, every sin you've ever committed you owe death yes so effectively what i owe god is thousands if not thousands yeah of death sentences yeah yeah like that's a lot to owe yeah (laughs) i'm so thankful that that debt is
0: forgiven right and think of what we do with god (laughs) with that though like we we depersonalize him so right now maybe maybe you wrestle with forgiveness and you're listening to this episode and your response is well that's god and god's you know all powerful and all knowing of course he can forgive and what you're doing right there is you're minimizing the grievance because you're you're removing the fact that god is a wronged party by you mm. so you're you're writing away the fact that like he doesn't have to forgive you but he chooses to um and so it would be easy like well that's god so therefore but but that shows that you fundamentally are missing the point
1: i found myself in the past kind of praying on and just kind of praying not like not like ey but ay praying mm-hmm. <laughs> praying on mm-hmm. the significance of of my sin mm-hmm. whether it's current or past mm-hmm. and just just kind of worshiping god in that and just saying god thank you yeah god i can't believe i did that and lord you forgave it thank you and just having that prayerful attitude to just help me continue to have the posture of knowing like wow god you've already done so much for me and you're continuing to do so much for me thank you for forgiving me for even the the stuff that i'll mess up today Mm, yeah (laughs) hey mark do you like commercials i do don't we all Wouldn't it be great if we had a sponsor for this podcast? Mark, nothing would make me happier. Well, you could sponsor this podcast by contacting us at podcast at wearethebridge.org. You could be a hot dog stand. A a cheese grater company. You could sell furniture or Wi-Fi. (laughs) Contact us at podcast at wearethebridge.org. I think that's it. I think we got it. It's really easy to talk about forgiveness when it's ourselves and God. Mm -hmm. But when there's a human being on the other end of it, someone who's wronged us, who (laughs) might still have that smug look on their face. Right. And they wronged you, and maybe they don't even know that they wronged you. But get away with it. "Yeah." Yeah. And gosh, that makes your just blood boil mm-hmm. how do we forgive people yeah
0: well I, I think there are some things to do um the very first thing I would tell you is ask the Lord for help like if you're in a place where you're like all right, I know I should forgive so-and-so for what they did uh, but I just don't want to or it's just so hard or whatever I think the very first thing that you do is you go to the lord because again the, the type of forgiveness that we're talking about is kingdom-oriented forgiveness. It, like coming from the Sermon on the Mount, it's this is empowered by the Lord. People don't love and forgive this way naturally. Um, and so I think the very first thing that you want to do is you want to just bring it to God. Now, that, that leads to the next thing, and, and that's this, recognize the wrong done. Sometimes what happens is people, under the guise of what they think they're doing in forgiving, is they just minimize what's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll pretend oh it wasn't that big of a deal or whatever I would say allow yourself to grieve wow. the okay. injury like to just acknowledge hey this was not okay now I say this like I, I'm, maybe I'm just speaking to myself right now because my my wife has called me on that in the past before like there have been some times where folks these it, isn't really harmful to me um, I'm like ah, oh, well it wasn't she goes no no this was bad it's okay for you to be upset by it mm. um, and I think that's healthy so it, 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 now how long to dwell on it what have you? Okay, you don't want to live there, but you can't heal from something that you don't acknowledge is a wound, mm-hmm. right? And so I would say, like, allow yourself to grieve it. Recognize the wrong. Hey, they did this thing, and what they did was not okay. And I would say confess that to God, um, because He knows about it. Anyway, He already knows how you feel. Sometimes we think, well, like, I, don't, I don't want to waste your time with that, or I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it because you're just going to tell me how I should forgive him anyway. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's where he's going to take you. But if you think your pain doesn't matter to him, you, you don't you don't know him. Like, well, I mean, you probably know him, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's your you know. There's a reason that the Bible talks about him wiping every tear from our eyes and casting all our cares on him. Like, he 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 knows how you feel anyway. So why not just be honest with him about it and bring it there? Um, so that would be the next thing I would say is recognize the wrong and grieve it. And then the next thing I would say is this: make a choice to cancel the debt. Now, this is important um, because. Sometimes we think forgiveness is purely a feeling. We think, okay, like, huh. if I forgive somebody, I'm never going to feel angry about it. Um, and, you know, the, the, the Amish uh, story that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, I read a couple of interviews with, with fathers who had lost their kids during that. And one of them, he even said, he goes, I keep questioning, have I forgiven them? Because I keep starting to feel anger again. But no, I chose to and going back to it. And that's the thing to realize is that forgiveness is a choice first and a feeling second. You may not feel initially any difference towards the person who's wronged you. But what you're choosing to do is not call into account their debt, meaning you're not bringing up the story in a a way of that we get to trash them and bash them. You're not holding it over them. You're not returning evil for evil. Um, Like, you know, so for instance, if if you're somebody, oh, I forgive everybody, and you continually tell stories of how so-and-so wronged you over and over again, you you probably haven't forgiven them. Um, Because forgiveness means I'm canceling the debt. I'm letting this go. And the reason it's important, I would say, make it a choice is because you may find yourself coming back to uh, the feelings over and over again. And what you can do when you like, I would say even mark your calendar on this day of this year, I chose that debt is canceled. And every time that I feel like I want to bring the debt back in, I want to cash again, I'm going back. No, no, that debt was taken care of. It's gone on this day. I chose forgiveness. Um, I love there's like what you're going to find, by the way, when you do that, um, is that you're going to be changed by what's happened there's this quote years ago is by uh, Lewis Smeads he said like when you uh, when you choose to forgive you set the captive free only to discover that the captive was you do yeah yeah um, and so I would say go ahead and make that choice and then like last thing like you know this whole idea of fairness right. Um, because we want fairness, we want justice, and justice is not a bad thing to want. But over and over again in the scriptures, we are told not to take revenge, but to leave justice to the Lord. And so what I would say is, you know, um, you trust the Lord with the outcome. Now listen, if if there's been a crime uh, perpetuated against you, you may need to go to the police, and and that's perfectly right and good. Um, But I'm talking more relational things, like, you know, so-and-so didn't return my phone call, or so-and-so uh, broke up with me broke my heart you you know this boss fired me i don't feel like they should have da, da, da. um what i would say with that is trust god with the justice of the situation mm-hmm. and then what that allows you to do by the way is be released from the feeling of needing fairness
1: an alternate uh quote you you quoted it and maybe maybe where i heard it from was just a little bit different but it was uh choosing not to forgive someone only hurts you
0: yeah i forget there was somebody who said it like they said um choosing unforgiveness is like drinking uh, poison and expecting the
1: other person to die. Yes. Yes. I've heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was from you.
0: (laughs) Oh no, I didn't come up with that, but but I've heard that.
1: Yeah. But it's just so funny. It's like, odds are good. That person's not thinking about, Oh yeah. I scarred him for life. Like, right. Like, no, like (laughs) they, they've likely moved past it. And obviously there are certain things that can happen. Sure. You know, you, Anyway, Well, I would say this too. Unforgiveness
0: will damage you. I mean, there are so many studies done that just like physiologically unforgiveness takes all kinds of tolls on your body, but even spiritually, mm. like, you know, like the passage that I mentioned earlier, the parable where Jesus talks about the two servants. You know, that thing ends. This is in Matthew, again, it's, it's Matthew uh, 18, 35, where it says, "Like so when, when the king is like, you know, you wicked servant, you chose not to forgive this other one. And, he's, and so he puts him in prison. And the guy's tortured, he says, uh, this is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you, unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Mm. Um, let's acknowledge that unforgiveness does affect our relationship with God. To not even get into issues of, of you know, physiologically and all that stuff, like unforgiveness damages. And so, if you think, right, "I'm going to hold on to this," it's my my little means of peace that I can you know, stay with this and be bitter. I'm not gonna let this go because if I, if, and that's the other part, right? Like if if I let it go, it means they got away with it. Well, no, because you're trusting the outcome to God who never does wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but recognize that you choosing to hold on to this is actually going to affect you in your relationship with God. Does it mean that he loves you less? No, but it, you, you can't go to the Lord in, in purity of heart. And like, I'm gonna bring my prayer request before him. But also I've got this beef with this person over here that I'm content to remain
1: like it's going to affect you. Mm. Something that you've got me thinking about as we're talking about this is maybe a tactic for l- maybe helping you forgive somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe there, maybe there is something that happened to you. I've had this one person who I've, I've recently forgiven. It's very fresh. Okay. Uh, I've been holding on to this for probably eight years. Was it me at the beginning of this episode? <gasps> <gasps> I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I mean take away. I'm sorry the dramatic conclusion <laughs> full after, circle after this, that'd be the perfect place to put an ad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. right.
1: I'm sorry. Be, you were saying that you were... might be where it goes.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So but, but eight years you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I just had this powerful time of prayer a few weeks ago and I was like, wow, like God, I, I can let go of this. I can let go of this. Oh, moment. Praise God. And, um, but as I'm thinking about that situation, if a friend of mine, if you came up to me and described, you know, all of this person did this to me eight years ago. Yeah. If you came up to me and said that you were still you were still hot about that, mm-hmm. I'd be like, Bert, get over it. Yeah. Like, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But because it's me, uh-huh. because I'm the one who is wronged and I deserve to have these this resolved, then it's a bigger deal.
0: Well, because you it's, experience it's, life through your eyes. Right. Right. Like- it's not that you know you'd be so narcissistic as to say that you're the main character of the world but many of us this is how we this is how we justify
1: unforgiveness or what have you it's just kind of well but this is my thing right yeah but yeah. but probably 99 out of 100 people would say that's not that big of a deal there are things that are big deals sure and then you know but
0: no but, but, but yeah know,
1: it's really interesting
0: i i do want to just to, to safeguard you know the
1: The hard part with doing a podcast
0: is we don't know everybody that's listening. We don't know the specifics of their situation and what have you. So I I would just want to give a few safeguards right now. Yeah, and and that would be this: number one, um, again, if you're dealing with an issue where a person has has done something illegally, like like uh, perpetuated a crime, um, what I would suggest that you do is talk with a trusted leader or counselor about. Uh, taking that to the police and 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 what have you like like what needs to be done there if they feel mm-hmm. that's best because I don't know you, I don't know your context, um, and so I would say you need to bring that to a place where that that may be um, a thing. Um, you say, well, Bert, like it, it, you know, I, th- I thought we're making it so we're not cashing in the deck. That's true, but we also don't, we don't want to enable people to perpetuate uh, harm on other people. Um, and so I, I would say, like, take that to a, a leader. Uh, or or counselor, somebody who 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 you trust with that. Another thing I would say is, um, if if you're in a place where you just you know you're having a really hard time forgiving someone, um, a podcast probably isn't going to fix that. I'm um, like, we can make some points and you go, huh, yeah, okay, or maybe I eh, will think about it, or mm-hmm. eh, no, I don't like that. Um, I, I think I think it's a great idea to sit down with a pastor or a counselor and yeah. talk through whatever it is that you're carrying, um, because none of us are meant to do life alone. Um, And so I would encourage you, like, if you've got sort of like outstanding deaths, trauma, things that you're carrying, bring that to someone who can help you walk through those and walk out of those things Mm -hmm. um, so that you're not stuck in life having to carry that. Um, And so I I just want to be clear, like, what we're not advocating right now is just, all right, here's five steps so that you'll be fine for the rest of your life. No, like, don't remove the relational end of things. Like, there can be specific contexts where what you need to do um, is get with some folks who can
1: better advise you knowing the the situation that we don't know yeah maybe we can begin that process uh, with just a quick prayer and just start preparing our hearts and for uh, maybe there's no one in particular who's coming to mind or maybe you've been thinking about one particular person or an action this entire episode but that's not really the person you need to forgive right now maybe there's someone else you need to forgive and let's just take it to the Lord uh, right now So Father, we we seek you
0: in this moment and we know that forgiveness is what you have for us because it's so clearly your your heart. You are a forgiving God and you invite us to know you, walk with you and become more like you. Lord, I pray for my friend, my brother, my sister, whoever's listening to this today. Um, Would you let them forgive from their heart those who uh, have wronged them? And Lord, I, I don't know what those wrongs are, but you do as you're listening to this how about about we just take a second right now and we say okay Lord today is the day that I hand it over to you today is the day I release it you see it on this moment on this day I choose to cancel the debt Holy Spirit would you empower me to do that going forward from this moment in times when I may be tempted to uncancel the debt would you give me the grace and power and strength to continue to let it be done and over Father I pray for those who, who um, counsel is their next step or, or um, there may be things that are unresolved that they, they're going to need some other folks to help them walk through um, would you give them the boldness and courage to reach out sometimes it's easier to, let, like, to leave things unsaid and to suffer internally um, but Lord that may not be best and so, Father, I ask you, um, let them be willing to have the hard conversations. Um, huh. I, you know, I pray for the one right now who's, who's listening in their car, and they're, they're having to pull over because today's episode has just like it's, it's uncorked the tears, and, and and they're and they're they're sobbing there in, in their minivan. They're they're sitting there in their uh, whatever car, and they're and they're going, like, God, I thought I dealt with this." Um, wish you remind them that you see them right where they are right now and you love them and you are there in that car with them you're there with them I pray for an extra awareness of your presence in this moment so they know that they do not grieve alone and that you will not might you will help them forward because you love them so we pray all of these things in the name of Jesus and May the name of Jesus be glorified in all of it. Amen.
1: Amen. Thanks for joining us on this episode as we explore forgiveness. And uh, I really hope, and it is our prayer for you, that you would uh, find some peace in this episode and have some next steps. Maybe the Lord even revealed something to you in that moment just now. Uh, If you have questions for future episodes of the podcast, please send them in podcast at wearethebridge.org. Thanks for listening.